Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Summer Heat Wave presented by Brodo Fantasy. This is where we take a look at all 32 teams in the NFL during the month of August. Before we begin, patreon.com slash Fantasy is the website if you want to support the show. Some extras you can get on Patreon. You get an extra waiver wire show every single week. Access to the Brodo Leagues. Does your league suck? Well, this definitely will not. You will be in a league with other Brodo community members. You get access to the Discord so you can talk your stuff with them. Also, there's a tier where we will follow you on Twitter so you can DM us so the rest of your league can't see the advice we're giving you. Please visit BrotoFantasy.com. That is a one-stop shop for everything Brodo Fantasy. It features our exclusive stat, true throw value and true target value, plus rankings from fantasy pro experts Michael, Jason, and Tim Petrop. Waiver wires, start sit advice, everything you need is at brotofantasy.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter for up to the minute TD updates on game day and up to the minute start sit decisions. And of course, youtube.com slash brotofantasy to see our lovely faces. So without any further ado, let's get it started. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. All aboard the summer heat wave where the heat is big and we're in the south with the Texan baby. Heading down to Houston. That's right. We're heading down to Houston with the Texans. But first, before we get into their players, let's look at the offensive outlook, a look at the coaching staff and how that's going to affect the offensive production. Um, the Texans head coach is Bill O'Brien. Still, he's still part of that. Uh, he's still the head coach there, even though he's been on the hot seat for the last few years. Uh, their offensive coordinator is Tim Kelly. Uh, it's his first offensive coordinator in Houston since 2016. Bill O'Brien has been the head coach and the offensive coordinator. He was promoted from the tight end coach last season, so definitely running that Bill O'Brien same kind of scheme. Uh, should be more of the same for the offense. Number 15 overall last season, 17th in passing, but 8th in rushing. A lot of that had to do with the fact that Deshaun Watson um, is a beast on the ground. And let's get started right there with the quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Last year, Deshaun Watson led the league in sacks, but was still un animal you know your offensive line is bad when you add matt khalil at left tackle and that's an upgrade um but there is some positives there's a lot of positives with deshaun watson 41 throws inside the rest red zone that is the second best and he also had the second best td percentage within the red zone so not only was he getting throws he was converting them into touchdowns um can he take that beating again and thrive again jason i'll start with you you gotta hope so I mean, I'm not going to pass up on him just because I think he has a bad offensive line. He's proven that he can play without it. And sure, he holds the ball a little too long every once in a while. But you got to remember, he's only going into his third season. And his first two seasons, he was first and fourth in fantasy points per game. So this is someone that has that upside and the rushing ability to escape pressure when his offensive line is doing him wrong. So I don't think that that's too much of a concern if anything it's more of a concern for his running back Michael you're gonna have to draft this guy in the middle rounds now I know you're not a middle round quarterback type of guy but if you were is he the type of guy you're looking at yeah I mean if you're gonna take a QB in the middle rounds I have him third behind um Mahomes and Luck so he's definitely someone who if you're gonna take a quarterback someone take a chance on I mean 4,000 receiving yards and 500 rushing yards is very nice numbers and his touchdown uh overall his touchdown output overall could go up. He only threw like 25 touchdowns, I think, last season, which was a bit low. 
And it's his third year in the league, so we expect him to improve even further. He holds the ball a bit too long. He has to get rid of the ball quicker. But it's not like it's a completely different team. It should be the same offense. His first year he was a rookie. His second year he was returning from an ACL injury. With a shitty offense. We've never seen him with a full offseason as a pro. Not to mention all of his injured weapons, which let's get into the wide receivers right now talking about injured weapons. The first guy, you could talk about him for years, but really there's no need to. DeAndre Hopkins is very good. He could make a case if a running back, workhorse running back, wasn't so important. You could make the case that DeAndre Hopkins is the number one pick this year. But you could have made that case the year that AB was going number one or the year OBJ was going. I mean, I think you could still make the case this year if someone's really like a Texans fan and wants to take him number one overall, that wouldn't be the worst thing. I mean, I'd rather have one of the workhorse running backs, but he's right there. He's going like number five, number six. Um, we don't really got to waste time. Draft DeAndre Hopkins if you have the chance. Yeah. Um, I just took him in the Raz Bowl. Well, there the you fifth go. pick, full PPR. There so I go. was hoping he'd fall to me at seven. He did not. The full PPR pushed it a little bit. He didn't fall to me at 80. To, let's talk about someone that is definitely going to be um, hit or miss, and that's Will Fuller. Look, his injury history is well documented, but health is the only factor that is keeping me away from this guy, I feel like. He finishes as a wide receiver one in three of his seven games last season, has great chemistry with Watson, for six and a half targets per game uh, average. If you look at that with his uh, yards per catch, 15 yards per catch, that's 97 yards a game average. So he has he has that ability to make that happen. According to Matt Harmon's reception perception, he had an 87.5 contestant catch rate. He won 100% of the time he was thrown to on a slant. And 70 75% of his plays, he wasn't running a go route. So you think he's this just this go guy. He's not. He's much more than that. If you like to take risks, take a risk on Will Fuller. He could really pop. Yeah, he averaged his, uh, in games with Deshaun Watson, four receptions, 71 yards, and a touchdown in his career. Like you said, three games as wide receiver one last season. Going back to 2017, he had huge games too. The touchdowns are always there for him, which is uh, which is a plus as well because it's hard to predict touchdowns. So, I mean, it's all about health for Will Fuller, especially when Deshaun Watson's quarterback. He likes to throw it downfield. Will Fuller's a perfect downfield target. I mean, he ran a 4-3-2-40. That's ridiculous Nuts. speed. I'm he st- has he has next-level speed. I'm staying off the Will Fuller train. Uh, listen, the, his ADP does scare me a little the bit. The statistical Jay- nerd in me just can't let me get on board with his – Insane efficiency. It's I just if don't you, believe it. If you want Will Fuller, you have to take him in like a seventh, eighth round. If you look at the seven games he played last year, in four of them he had a touchdown. In five of them, he had five or less receptions. It's either going to be touchdown or bust with Will Fuller, just that the touchdown is usually like 70 yards. He is very so efficient. So you see it on the stat targets. sheet. But he has a lot of Deshaun Jackson in him, though. But when you see him on the field with Kiki QT, who averaged eight targets a game, even... Two of those targets going from Fuller to QT can change his entire week. The funny it changes thing, everything. The funny thing about QT is he's got a lot of great upside too, and he was a deep threat in college. But when you have Hopkins and Will Fuller, that leaves room only for like really an underneath guy, and that's what he did last year. He'll be the slot guy again this year. Um, can he fit an offense with a healthy Will Fuller? Real quick about Fuller, he would have been the 20th overall wide receiver in true target value if he stayed healthy. So it's wide receiver two numbers. Kiki. Deshaun Watson got a good arm. Kiki QT, though. Throw. Kiki QT is one of the popular sleepers as well. I know Jason loves Kiki QT. I like him. I'm not nearly as far along in the Kiki QT train as Jason is. Just because I don't like the fact that he 
didn't play that much at the end of the year. He had some big games where he was targeted OD. Like, he got targeted 15 times uh, in week four, uh, nine times in week 11, and then in week 12, he only ran 11 routes. So, I mean, it was very on and off for Kiki QT. He did have two games over 70 yards, four games under 50 yards. So, he was a rookie. He's he's also very fast. He ran a 4-4-3-40. So, they're yes. just... He was a speed guy in They're college. just getting burners on their team. They like to use him in the slot. I think it depends on Will Fuller staying healthy as well. Otherwise, he's going to lose a lot of targets. If Will Fuller goes down, Kiki QT automatically becomes a decent play in basically any league. Maybe not standard leagues so much. But, yeah, I mean, QT at his ADP, I'm okay with taking the gamble on him. I just, I don't see the huge upside for QT. This team was eighth in the league in rushing last season. And in order to do that again, it's going to have to be Lamar Miller or it's going to be Dante Foreman. Uh, Deontay Foreman, excuse me. Lamar Miller really doesn't get any work inside the red zone, so he has low TD potential, but he has always been that steady RB2 that everyone could depend on for years and years and years and years. I want to know two things. Number one, if Deontay Foreman, who right now he's kind of conceding the fact that he's going to be the backup, but let's say he takes that next step and he he takes over the role. What does this offense look like? in turn? All right, let's say he does. What does this offense look like in the red zone? No difference. Yeah, no you difference. think you think still? I, I think Deontay Foreman is a bad running back. I've went over this a million times, so I don't think it's going to change the red zone offense. And then Bill O'Brien, they asked him about his top two running backs. He said, what top two? He said, Miller and Foreman. He was like, I would say it's just Miller. People are assuming Deontay Foreman has the second job just because they want him to, just because he's this figment of everyone's imagination he's a bad running back he was the last rated running back on pff last year yeah i mean he it had sucks like for his, he had carries. nine touches in week 16 and he ended up being the worst rated running back it's pretty hilarious dude it sucks for him in his career that that injury happened but people need to let it go yeah it's not Jason, gonna happen we're we're willing to die on the hill that drafting deontay foreman is the worst the idea possible pick. i'm willing to die on that hill and if you look at lamar miller at the end of last year he ran for over 100 yards four times in the last 10 games. The first six games, he did that zero times. I just he, think when Lamar Miller is in front of you, there's always a chance. I mean, he went 1,106 last year, Lamar Miller. Averaged just over 12 points a game. He's a boring so, flex. But don't, yeah, draft him, boring flex. don't draft him in best ball leagues, but in yeah. standard like redraft leagues, standard half PPR, PPR, whatever. He's, he's never going to kill you. He's never going to win it for you. Yeah. yeah. Especially uh, his ADP this year. You could get him as a flex. Let's move on to the tight ends. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jordan Thomas? No. Yeah, I'm not paying up for any Houston tight end. They have yeah, not that. used their tight ends in years. Yeah. So, besides, shout remember, out uh, Owen Daniels, Fido, CJ Fedorowicz. We liked Fido for yeah, a little CJ bit. Yeah, CJ Fedorowicz was nice. Yeah. So, shout, also, shout out like, Owen Daniels. We remember you. Um, one injury away. Look, I'm gonna go. De- at, whether you guys like it or not, I'm going Deontay Foreman. Okay. So sue me. All right, because there is a. Big time running offense here, and he's the guy after that. Al- Alfred Blue is no longer there, and we saw Alfred Blue get so 200 bad. touches in a season. Alfred it, Blue's trash too. Right? Yeah, but, so he's taking that Alfred Blue role. You don't got to be much better than Alfred Blue and have that same role. You might have some fantasy value, and if there's lo- no Lamar Jackson, you might have even more fantasy value. So give Lamar me Deontay Miller. Foreman if there's one injury. My injury away is Lamar Miller's value. Um, I think that if any running back is going to get injured, it's Deontay Foreman again. And once that happens, all these people living in La La Land thinking that Foreman's going to steal the job are going to actually consider taking Lamar Miller and being able to get him as your flex isn't going to happen anymore. Mine is none. No one. 
If Lamar Miller goes down, I, I think it's going to be an Alfred Blue type situation where you don't even want to use the running back. And if a wide receiver goes down, Vincent Smith stepped up last season. He seems to be the next in line again, and he was super trash. So what about if if Fuller goes down, you think QT gets an upgrade? Yeah, slightly. All right, so you're QT. Here you go. Take sure. QT. You're a cutie. All right. You're I just want to make it known that I don't like any of the backups on this team. Hey, cutie, where can they find you on Twitter? Mike underscore Patrop. Jason, how about you? Jason Patrop. You can find me on Twitter at Tim Patrop on all social media outlets as well, but only if you're feeling real, frisky. real, real frisky. Shout out to at Brodo Fantasy on Twitter and Instagram. Patreon.com slash Brodo Fantasy. Brodo Fantasy.com and Twitter at Brodo Fantasy. There you go. YouTube.com slash Brodo Fantasy. Covered all the bases, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. Later. Later.